Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World podcast. The topic of this episode is Subject to Real Estate Explained Step by Step. In this, you're going to learn what is subject to, why would a seller sell subject to, what are the benefits of subject to. We'll walk through how to buy subject to step by step and how to make money with a subject to purchase. Hi, I'm Brian Bush with Freedom Mentor. I've been a real estate investor for over 20 years, worked with Phil for 15, and we've successfully closed hundreds of subject to deals in nearly all 50 states. We have seen everything you can see with subject to at least twice. So let's get into subject two. But if you have any questions as we go through this, I want you to text the word freedom to 305-315-8030. Again, text freedom to 305-315-8030 and we'll answer your questions. Let's get started. So what is subject to? Simply put, it's buying a property and leaving the loan in place. In a typical sale, a seller owes likely a mortgage against their property They want to sell the property, they list it with an agent, they might put it up for sale by owner. Regardless, they're going to find a buyer. When they do, the buyer is likely either getting a loan or paying cash. Either way, at closing, that buyer's money is going to pay off the seller's underlying note. But there's an alternative, and we'll talk about why those alternatives might be needed soon. But this is an underutilized alternative. It's one that most agents and many title companies have very little to no experience with and that is subject to. It's been around for decades though. In fact, if you look at the HUD-1, line 503 in particular, or on the closing disclosure, section N, number three, you'll see a line that says existing loans taken subject to. This has been around literally for decades on the HUD-1. The CD has, of course, only been around about eight years, but it is boilerplate language. So it's absolutely possible to do even though many are not very familiar with it. It's an alternative where title will transfer, but not the loan. The loan is going to remain in the seller's name. So let's dig deeper into subject two. So why would a seller sell subject two? Why would someone deed their property to a buyer, leave the loan with their name on it in place, and just hope that that buyer will make the payment? Well, the answer is sellers wouldn't do that unless they didn't have better options. Some sellers, unfortunately, are in a position where they just have to sell. Maybe they've lost a job. Maybe they have a job opportunity they need to get moved to quickly. They might be going through divorce. They might have a sick family member they need to get moved to be nearer to. Perhaps they've inherited the property. Some folks, though, when they need to sell fast, they may have limited options. They might already be behind on payments. They might not have equity. They might actually need to bring money to closing, and that's out of the options for them. They might actually need cash just to get moved. Some are looking to avoid a short sale, which isn't short. They might be facing foreclosure and a deficiency judgment. Either way, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, and they need options. They need to get moved on with life. And subject to can be an alternative to a traditional sale that allows them to do that. So what are the benefits to subject to? For sellers, as we've said, they get to avoid a loss in most cases, they can get moved quickly, and really to a better chapter of life. But what about for buyers? Increasing interest rates make it harder to find affordable housing. 
And if a buyer's not well positioned for a loan to begin with, maybe they have past credit issues, medical problems still affecting their credit. Maybe they don't have W-2 income. Some have savings, but they can't get through all the hoops with banks in order to qualify. This is where Subject 2 can be a wonderful opportunity to become a homeowner, often without a bank. Just imagine if right now you're looking to buy, but the rate is very high, being able to get a lower rate, significantly lower than the prevailing rate, and being able to do so without qualifying with a bank, even if you have bad credit. All this is possible with Subject 2. What about for lenders? Oftentimes, lenders are just trying to avoid the cost of collections and foreclosure. If they can get a reinstatement, they don't have reserves tied up. They can even get their performing loan back on the books and moving forward. So it's beneficial to them. For investors, obviously, if you're able to provide the expertise needed to structure these win-win solutions, you can generate quick profits. You can even make more over time. So let's dig into how Subject 2 really works. Buying Subject 2 starts with connecting with seller. We're actually not connecting with agents. We're not looking for properties on MLS because in most cases, agents don't have experience with Subject 2. As such, they're going to be a roadblock to the transaction. So we want to connect with and work with directly sellers, and we've mastered this art. We're going to next review all the seller situation, all their details, their mortgages, the balances of those mortgages, the loan terms, if they have a reinstatement that's needed, liens against the property. We want to compare all the numbers to the current value, the after repair, and we want to look at the rents in comparison to payments. If the numbers work, we're going to move into a contract. We want to make sure that we have paperwork that protects our position and allows us ample time to complete our diligence. Diligence is key in a subject to purchase because you're taking over on someone else's loan and you need to make sure you're clear on what you're taking over. You need to make sure you get a payoff. You need to make sure that they didn't use any loan programs or other things when they purchased that they might not have mentioned. You want clarity on the numbers. You want clarity on title. Now, title is an important piece because if there are title problems and you don't learn about them before you buy, you're going to be stuck with them when you try to resell. And that can cost you thousands of dollars, might cost you the deal entirely, especially if you have to track down a seller or heirs or other lien holders later on. So you absolutely want to complete a title search. Check out Phil's video, The Investor's Guide to Real Estate Title. It'll give you all the details you need to stay protected. If all these items have checked out, including, of course, an inspection, as we're always going to do to be clear on the condition of the property, then we're ready to move forward to closing. Now, closing might take place with a title company or a closing attorney. It may need to get creative depending on the situation. As you can imagine, over two decades of these, we have run into every conceivable roadblock possible, and we've learned how to get around them. If we get to this point, we've closed on the deal, you are now the owner of a property and you didn't have to qualify with a bank. So the next step becomes how to make money with a subject to deal. Making money with a subject to really begins before you close because you want to be clear what your plan is to make money with the property, often referred to as your exit strategy. And one of the most common strategies is a standard rental. It's been around for a very long time. It will be around for a very long time. The key, in my experience, is management. If you have solid management, you can make a property profitable. If you don't have solid management, that's when you get into the nightmares that come with rentals. 
Now, a portfolio and building a holding of rentals can obviously help you create wealth. It's been used by more millionaires than any other vehicle to create wealth. So standard rental is always an option, but there are others, and that's what we want to look at next. Another strategy for making money with Subject 2 is a rent-to-own, also known as a lease option. It's where you're leasing the property to a tenant who's actually purchased the option to buy the property from you within a given time frame at a set price. Now, these can be very quick and very profitable for you. For some wisdom on how to sell your house rent-to-own, check out Phil's video. He'll go through all the details. But let's get into an example of a lease option. Our apprentices in the Midwest were doing their first deal four years ago. They were approached by a seller that wanted to downsize. Her daughter had gone to prison. Her grandson, her adult grandson, was living in the basement and not helping out. So she was really motivated to sell. She owed $123,000 on the property, had a monthly payment at $890, and was about three months behind. She also shared that she just wanted to get out from under the property. The magic words we love to hear. I just want to break even. And on top of that, she was willing to sell subject to. Now, our apprentices knew that it could rent for $1,200 a month. They learned it was an FHA loan with a 4.375% rate fixed and that there would be no balloon due. So they moved forward with the contract. They got the contract at $123,000 with zero down. They allowed the seller 60 days to get moved out and they proceeded with their diligence. They ordered a payoff and actually learned it was a bit higher. It was $126,000, which still made sense. But they also did a title search, and in doing so, learned there was a second, and that second was a large one. It was actually a HUD assistance program that the seller had agreed to several years prior because there were no payments monthly. She'd kind of forgotten about it. It was a big one, though. 50000 brought the total to 176000 So at first, weren't sure if it was going to make sense, they had done comps and realized there might be a possibility it could work. They didn't think that a short sale was going to make sense. So they decided to market the property and put it up for lease option. They found a buyer that had $10,000 up front and could afford $13.75 a month, wanted a two-year option at $194,000. Now, they knew out of that $10,000 up front that they would have to reinstate the loan. There were some improvements that needed to be done, a little bit of carpet, a new dishwasher, and they needed to thoroughly clean the property because the seller was a smoker. They ran the ozone machine, were able to get the property in great shape. They closed on the deal. They put the tenant buyer in with the 10000 up front. Out of that 10000 again, about 3000 went towards reinstating. They kept 3000 for reserves. They put a little under 2000 into the improvements needed, and they ended up putting about 3000 in their pocket up front. So not bad for their first deal, right up front. Now, after two years, the tenant buyer did not exercise their option. So all the payments that they had made, which were actually creating about $485 in positive cash flow. Now, the reason that's a full 485, of course, we usually have to account for expenses in normal rental. But with a tenant buyer, we pass those expenses on to the tenant buyer. Now, we do, of course, have a warranty and insurance for anything larger, but they were able to capture all 485 each month. So that added to the money that they were bringing in. After the two years, the tenant buyer did not exercise their option. So they decided to go another round. This time, they found a tenant buyer willing to do 6500 up front and 1525 a month. They, however, wanted a four-year option. They also wanted a rent credit. 
So our apprentice agreed to do 150 a month rent credit, which meant that for every month that that tenant paid on time, they would be credited 150 if they exercised their option. Now in this case, the tenant buyer did exercise their option and actually in just under two years. In the meantime, they put about 4,000 into their pocket because 500 of that was treated as a security deposit. About 2,000 had to go into cleaning up the property and doing some other improvements, flooring uh, between the two. So they put about 4,000 additionally. And because they leased the property for about 20 months before exercising their option, all in all, with the changes in the payment, because obviously taxes and insurance go up over time, they did bring in a higher payment. They ended up bringing in a total of about 18,000 in cash flow over that just under four year period. So all in all, they had 3,000 pretty quickly, 4,000 in the second round, and total cash flow at 18. So they were positive 25, in addition, of course, to the typical benefits you have from taxes and appreciation and depreciation. So overall, they ended up selling the property at 207,000. They additionally made it closing 32,000. So their total profit on the deal was 57,000. Not bad for their first deal. Now the seller benefited because her payments were made on time. The loan was paid in full. The buyer benefited because all the improvements that they had made to the property were theirs to keep. They improved it, it appraised, well above what they needed, and they were happy. The lender was able to be reinstated, they had a performing loan, and actually at a time when a lot of loans weren't performing. So overall, it was a win-win for everyone. For our apprentice, the investor, again, they made over net 57,000 on their very first deal. And you can see that subject to and lease option can be a great win and very profitable. Another way we love making money with subject to is rehab and retail. Let's look at an example. Our apprentice Scott in the Northeast had done several deals with us and was therefore more comfortable taking on a property that needed some work. The sellers contacted him as empty nesters that were looking to move out of state. The property was dated and after 20 years, all they saw were the repairs needed. They wanted to buy another, but wanted a fair amount for this one, more than a fast cash offer would provide. And due to the condition, our apprentice knew that subject two was really the only fit. And it was indeed a fit for the seller if they could qualify for a new loan. Now we've developed strategies to overcome these kinds of obstacles. So our apprentice was confident moving forward. He learned that the seller owed 137,000 on the property, had a note at 1561 a month. It was current, it was a conventional loan at 5%. He also knew the rent range was well higher than the payment so he was confident moving forward that he had a plan B if needed. But plan A was still to do the minor repairs needed and resell the property. So he negotiated a contract at 235. 137 would be subject to the existing financing, 3,000 would be paid cash to the seller at closing, and 95 would be carried back by the seller's owner finance. Now a key piece to this deal was that the sellers needed flexibility in the closing. They needed to make sure that the buyer wouldn't rush them out of their property, but once they found their new property, they wanted to make sure that the buyer could close quickly, and our apprentice was willing to do that. Subject two makes that all the easier. So they got it under contract, and the apprentice started the diligence. Sure enough, the payoff was indeed 137. There were no surprises with the deal. It just required patience. That gave our apprentice time 
to do the diligence, inspection, get clarity on condition, and also get confident in the comps because he wouldn't be able to market the property prior to closing, so he definitely needed that confidence. He gained that, the sellers found a property, and he was able to close creatively within the time frame agreed. So that allowed the seller to obtain their new loan, and once he had the property, he put the next several weeks into cleaning up and improving, doing minor repairs to the property. He only spent about $5,700. But that went a long way. Again, his goal was not to make the property new, over-renovated, simply to get it solid. In doing so, he was able to list the property a little higher than he originally thought at $299.9. That drove a lot of buyers in the door, and he ended up with a multiple offer agreed at $305. Now, $305 was a huge win for the buyer because they'd been searching for a home. They were trying to use a grant program that allowed them to become first-time home buyers, so they were more than happy that he selected their offer. Meanwhile, the seller's note was paid in just under three months. The lender received all their payments during the subject to and their payment in full, and our apprentice made just over 41000 in net profit in just under three months. So it was a win-win for Scott and his seller. So those are the most common strategies that we use to be profitable quickly with subject to. If you have questions on what we've covered, again, text FREEDOM to 305-315-8030 and we'll get your questions answered. All right, well, I'm Brian Bush with FreedomMentor.com and I hope you've benefited from this focus on subject to step-by-step. If you're looking for more details or perhaps working on other types of real estate deals, looking to incorporate these as well, check out Phil's book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor. It really is mandatory for anyone that wants to be successful in residential real estate investing. But if you're wanting to take real estate investing to the next level, you want to do what I did many years ago and find the right mentor. I spent eight years trying to figure all this out on my own and had mediocre results. But when I was selected to become an apprentice of Phil's, work with the Freedom Mentor team to gain the training, the guidance, the mentoring that I desperately needed, that's when my life changed and I accomplished more in 18 months than I had in the previous eight years. And I haven't looked back since. Except to share from all my tough lessons and help now hundreds of apprentices become highly profitable real estate investors, the best in their markets, that are truly enjoying the success that is uniquely possible in real estate with the right coaching. If you're ready to take a step towards a brighter financial future for you and your family, like I did, check out Phil's Apprentice Program. Again, I'm Brian Bush with FreedomMentor.com. Thanks for tuning in.